Welcome to the Lugnuts Podcast. It's what the Bible says. Good morning, good afternoon, welcome to What the Bible Says, episode 15. Today I am joined by, well, myself, Nick, and <laughs> Kenny Kramer. Josiah. Hello there, Aiden Ottman. Why do you have to point to people for them to say? I don't know. Like, I feel like if I don't, they're not going to like, it's just going to be like, who's going to say something? Who's you know gonna, I, mean? I, I, I like that you have to you point to them, and they're, they're very well trained, by the way. I just want to say that. Very well trained. Nick Shark. Yes, Nick Shark. <laughs> yeah, because I'm new to the... To all this, he he had me practice this for a solid six hours before you let me on the podcast. Nice. <laughs> Just nice. recorded. He had to send it to me for homework. He had to pass a test. <laughs> I had to have a shock collar on me, and every time I failed, that's a, that's how you get well trained. Can you stop giving away the secrets here? <laughs> all right. And Steve. And Steve. <laughs> point. You didn't point at me. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Nobody pointed at me. I didn't know what to do. I panicked. So. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's talk about, you know, a very simple topic this morning, something we all had to deal with this past week. Wednesday and Thursday just kind of shut everybody down because of snow, snow. And so as I look at social media, whatever your favorite platform is, and people making posts, I see either one of two directions, either People complaining about the snow and showing how much they're shoveling and how much they hate the snow. Or I see them pictures of frolicking in the snow and having fun in the snow. And gosh, we wish we had another three feet of snow. So let's go around the table. I want to know if you're a snow lover, hater, or snow in between. Or where do you land on this whole topic of snow? I'm a mega <laughs> snow lover. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. So what'd you do here with the last... Uh, when it snows, I don't go outside. I actually, well, okay. <laughs> so I will actually, very deep, very deep thing. I will, I will go outside, but only after it's snowed for a little bit. I'm not ready to throw up. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I love snow. I don't. I don't. I just stay inside. I'm not deal with it. That's why I love it so much. Well, I remember that that Wednesday morning, and we're all texting like, if anyone made it to work. And it's like, Josiah made it. I made it. You're the one who drives a four-wheel drive Jeep. I didn't even try. Right. So nope. I, I, we interrupted you. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so sorry, I, sorry. Here I, we go. I don't, I don't always just like go out and play in the snow or like go out. But I do want more snow always. So the whole, like, I want three more feet, I completely agree with that. I right. like the snow. But I like to go outside and actually just sit and look at landscapes when it's snowing, like when mm-hmm. the snow's coming down because, like, it deadens the sound. And I think it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Kenny, are you a snow lover, hater, or in-betweener? I don't know how you're going to top Nick Shark's answer here at all. I am a mega snow hater. Oh. As long as snow happens Christmas Eve night in the Christmas morning. That's That's it. it. I will love snow Christmas morning. After Christmas morning, I hate snow. Oh, all right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I got a window of time. I have a certain, yeah, I have like 24 hours. All right. Okay, not bad. Not bad at all. Josiah, hater, lover, in-betweener. It really depends because if I'm cleaning it up, (laughs) cleaning up the driveway, whatever, I don't necessarily love it. But I do like it otherwise. I think it it makes everything look nice outside, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's nice to look at. Sometimes it's fun to drive in. Sometimes it's not. 
You know, if it's already on the ground, you slide around a little bit. That can be fun sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it can also not be. Uh-huh. So I guess I'm in between. You're an in betweener. All right. So I got <clears throat> one love, one hate, one in betweener. Aiden, what are you? I'm a bit of an in betweener. It's a uh, sometimes, like he said, I I do have a lot of fun driving the snow, um, and other times it can be the most annoying thing ever. Try to get to work in, uh, but I always had fun growing up with snow. Uh, I was lucky enough to have a grandfather with a bobcat, so our idea of cleaning snow was basically messing around like idiots for four hours <laughs> nice so yeah it was i had quite a bit of fun growing up snow mm-hmm. i think age has a lot to do with it because when i was younger i had kids <clears throat> you know we go out and we play in the snow and i remember as a as a kid um you know my dad he'd go out this is back when you couldn't you probably get turned into child protective services or that he used to go out and take his car and tie sleds on the back and drag us around <laughs> on the by the back of the car on sleds and people would go rolling and flying off and and break arms and legs we, we'd and do the like same that. thing with tractor <laughs> <laughs> so um anyway but he's with the lord right now so i think he's okay as okay far as yeah. the, cop, the cops coming and getting him later on <laughs> See, glad we cleared that up. I just I <laughs> so, wanted to make sure. So if anybody's out there want to go arrest my dad, he, you're gonna have to go one eight hundred heaven to go ahead and dial him in. So uh, this is not an just, admission of a, guilt, <laughs> not at all. So Marshall but, County's phone call. God, we need you to send him back so he can pay. So, uh, but you know, the older you get, I understand why old people go to Florida also as well. So I guess I'm a, I'm an in betweener as well. Old people and Kenny. Old people and Kenny. <laughs> Kenny so, goes to Florida. Kenny goes yeah, to Florida. Right. Though, Florida. Yes, I was in Florida. Though uh-huh. Kenny spent, he went to Florida and spent the whole time scared of frozen iguana warning. Yeah, I would that be too. True. Oh, we didn't tell you to bring an iguana back. Update: We do not have an iguana. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no iguana was killed in the making of this podcast. Sadly. Ah, darn. So anyway, all that to say is, as we think about the Bible and all the different areas that it covers and we've covered a lot what does the bible say about snow it doesn't say anything about snow and what do you boys think the answer to that is it has a little bit to say about it has it. a little bit to say as a matter of fact we're going to start in the book of job <clears throat> i did this um every day i send out either daily dose or sports talk and the information i've got here if you had the daily dose a couple of days ago is going to be pretty much the same but what's What's interesting is, is the response I got from people about the idea of thinking about snow in a different way. Um, and so, so anyway, so Job 37, verses 5 and 6, uh, and actually the first part of verse 7. Who'd like to read? We'll just go around the room here. Because <clears throat> I got four different verses here, so we'll give everybody a chance to play whatever. I'll go first. All right. Job 37, verses 5, 6, and in the first um, uh, phrase of verse 7. Okay. God thunders wondrously with his voice. He does great things that we cannot comprehend. For he says to the snow, fall to the earth, and the torrential rains, his mighty torrential rains, serve as his sign to all mankind, so that all men may know his work. Okay. And, and so what does that say as far as who is the author? Who is the one who determines when it snows? God. God. God <laughs> does. It's not Channel 16 or 22 or ABC 57 <laughs> forecast or whatever. Have you ever wondered how much we really 
believe those guys. Isn't it amazing how people have got to the point, even to the point of saying, you know, well, it's supposed to rain today at about 1230. And you say, how did you know that? Well, that's what they said on <laughs> on the weather forecast. And I'm not saying they're not right in there. But the point of this is, is that God's voice thunders <clears throat> and he does great things. And in my version, he says, he says to the snow, fall on the earth. And so when you think about that, what does that, what, what does that say to you guys as far as God says it's now time to snow? What, what, what pops to your mind on that? I would cleansing. say the first thing. Oh, no, go ahead. I didn't hear what you said. Uh, cleansing. Cleansing? Yeah, when you see the new snow initially, what does it look like to you, Ken? <coughs> Just a new blanket of snow out there. Looks kind of cool, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So what do you think of when you see that new blanket of snow out there? What do a lot of people think about at that point in time? <coughs> Any idea? Anybody else want to play here? I would say you can you can very easily think of like God's <laughs> purity, like just kind of right. coding everything and being like, this is all new. Mm -hmm. It's been like it's different form now. Mm -hmm. It covers up all the muck and all the brown and all the gunk and and and, and whatever. Okay, and so, and, and I guess what we're trying to do, as far as our listeners are concerned today, instead of being snow haters, I'm gonna say you're gonna be a snow lover. We're looking more for you to be a snow appreciator. And we appreciate it not from the sense of, oh, i got to go out and, and, and shovel again. But God is the one. And so when we see snow, and I just got this down, when it snows, we're going to remember God in the midst of all that. Okay, so uh, let's go look at, we're got, at Job 38, verse 22. And Kenny, that's up to you. Okay. <clears throat> Have you entered the place where the snow is stored? Or have you seen the storehouses of hail? Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty cool one, right? Okay. Have you ever been into, uh, have you ever thought about the fact that, what does that look like as far as the storehouses of snow? What are you thinking about when you think about that? I think immediately of just like a big metal building that just has like plows going in and out of it, just moving like angels on like forklifts, uh -huh. just moving yes. snow back and forth. They're just kind of going to different shoots and like dropping it through the chute, and you're like, all right, Indiana today, you know? Like, nice. I like that. I, like I was just thinking one of those giant farm silos with the grain elevator. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just drains through the silo and dumps it somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. And, and that's very vivid imaginations i would say that went a whole lot further than what i thought we were going to go <laughs> with that and there's nothing wrong with that but the but what's the point of of that okay what what's the big point here and i like i like the imagery here okay what's the point here when you read that and say he's got it in the storehouses he's also got the hail in there as well is there anything there as far as and why why is god saying to job have you seen the storehouses where i have the, you know the snow and the and the hail. I think it puts into uh, perspective a little bit the very the limited understanding and knowledge we as humans have of ju just the the power of God and what really goes on, if you will, behind the scenes. We don't have any idea. Right, we don't at all. That's well put. That is well well put. And again, as we see it snow. We just think about <laughs> I like the imagery you guys got. All right, Indiana, angels over here, forklift, beep, boop, beep, boop, back it up, drop it in, you know. And, and the whole idea of this is just God saying, you know what, this isn't just some haphazard thing. I'm the one who's in charge. So when we see the snow, 
we remember God. All right, next uh, verse is Psalm 147. Psalm 147 and Josiah. Uh, verse 15 is where you're going to start. Actually, you're going to do 15, 16, 17. Okay. He sends his command throughout the earth. His word runs swiftly. He spreads snow like wool. He scatters frost like ashes. He throws his hailstones like crumbs. Who can withstand his cold? Ooh. So what's that all about? I'll say it makes it seem a little bit more like, like almost has like a darker theme when the psalmist is talking about it. Kind of mm-hmm. like it, I don't know. It gives it more of like a dark imagery in terms of like the, that rather than the forklifting angels. Right. Right. You know, like he's right. got like his, his frost is like wool. It scatters frost like ashes or frost mm-hmm. is like ashes, snow mm-hmm. like wool. Okay. I look at it as with the specifically with the word in there of swiftly is it's a very deliberate and it's not like God's commands are not delayed. They're a, an immediate action. If he wants it to happen, it happens. Mm-hmm. Good. What else? Anybody else? The phrase there I see is, is who can withstand? Who can withstand? And, and again, the whole idea of who's in control when we think about the icy blasts, the hail, the snow. Now, this and this is now where where we get into the divine paradox of saying, well, um, you know, is it wrong to pray that we don't get that amount of snow? What's the answer? I don't think so. No, it's not at all. Lord, eh, we've had enough here lately. Can you move it on to Chicago? <laughs> Give it up to Detroit, Indianapolis, just anywhere other than La Paz, you know? But yet, the Bible says that who really is the one who's in control of that? God. God, God is, you mm-hmm. know, and who can withstand that? And so when I think about that, it says in, in that situation, God is the one, and he's going to do it. Does God just dump three feet of snow on us just because he's a mean, cruel God, got nothing else better to do? No. <clears throat> no, not at all. Not at all. And, and so, again, we just see, I think you guys are really honing in on the fact that it's not just some random um, spin the wheel today <laughs> and see what part of the earth that we're going to. This whole, the, the whole study on weather, I think, is just one that we don't have time to really kind of flesh out. But you just start thinking about the control of the weather and the oceans. It's like I said today, I hadn't taken a look at a globe in a long time. It's only just about this big. And I look and I go, man, there's a lot of water. You know, in the bot, <laughs> a lot of water. You know, and, and you just talk about how God. You know, let's get rid of the snow. How much is God as far as in the depths of the ocean and all the water and all the creatures and whatever? And that takes us down another rabbit track. Last one, Isaiah fifty-five. Got a nice little succession of books here. He's yeah, taking us through. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah chapter fifty-five. This will be our last one. <clears throat> I'm going to read verses um, uh, 10, 11, and 12. I believe that's me. Isaiah 55, 55, verses 10, 11, and 12. Yep. For just as rain and snow fall from heaven, and do not return there without saturating the earth, and make it germinate and sprout, and providing seed to grow and food to eat, so my word that comes from my mouth will not return to me empty but it will accomplish what I please and will prosper in what I send it to do. 
You will indeed go out with joy and be peacefully guided. The mountains and the hills will break into singing before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Okay, so now in verse 10, it talks about the fact that whether it comes down in rain or whether it comes down in snow from heaven, what's one of the purposes of God as far as that is concerned? It does what to the earth? Saturates. Yeah, it waters the earth. Yeah, it waters it waters the earth, you know. And, and <clears throat> again, whether it's torrential, you know, you know, rains or snow or whatever. And uh, again, we're not wishing <laughs> 30 feet of snow on anybody who's out there listening. But we t- talk about the fact that God has a purpose for that. And and as we do that, you see it, the buds flourish, the, the the seeds are yielding. And then in verse 10, it equates it with what in verse 11? The word. Just as the snow comes and it nourishes the land, so the word comes, and what does it do? It nourishes us. It nourishes us. You know, it will not return to me empty. It will achieve the purpose for which I send it. And so just as the snow, so again, you're thinking about the snow and the word of God and how those two, um, you know, compare. And then Isaiah says in verse 12, when I recognize this, what will be the response? Joy. Joy and peace. Joy and peace. You know? And that's why this, that little, the little Devo that I sent out on Wednesday was so convicting to a lot of people because they said, quite honestly, when we see snow, we don't have joy or peace at, at all. And I'm not saying that snow, you, know, you just got to be out, you know. And Well, actually, it was kind of funny because I was out shoveling and my son lives next door. And my daughter Amanda has a beautiful voice, and she's outside just singing and throwing snow and whatever. And it was just really just very encouraging to me to see that even in the midst of all this, there was a joy and there was a peace. And so you see that that response is that the mountains and the hills are going to burst into song. The trees of the field are all going to clap their hands. So I guess um, you know we wrap it up here. And just talk about the fact that, yeah, snow can be annoying, snow can be dangerous, snow can be tricky, but snow can also be beautiful. It can be a picture of God. It nourishes us. God is the one who's in control. He just doesn't indiscriminately dump it (laughs) just to be this mean, cruel God. And so we can kind of have a mental shift and say, hmm, maybe I can have some joy and some peace, even though, (laughs) as Nick has said, there's just way too much snow. <laughs> so, final thoughts. Anybody else want to chime in on that? Uh, I've got a story. <clears throat> Lay it on So me. you you sent that thing out on Wednesday, and I we, we didn't shovel my driveway or anything. <clears throat> we don't have a plow, so we always have to shovel our driveway. Right. And we didn't shovel it, and I'm thinking, like, oh, well, if I'm the only one going to work, it's not going to be a huge deal. Next day comes along, work was canceled, so I'm like, oh, sweet, we don't have to shovel anything then. Like, it's going to probably, like, I can get out with my Jeep. My mom will be fine. She's got all-wheel drive. My sister's got a Jeep. My dad's got a van. <laughs> and it's, the, the the snow was just so high that if he, like, beached that van, it was not going anywhere, right? Uh-huh. And he got caught on something. And uh, so we just shovel the driveway. And I had read I had read the Daily Dose the day before, and I'm like, oh, uh-huh. that's a really good point, like, so like so really inspiring and that's a good way to look at snow i'm out there the next day just complaining and going like i don't want to be out here like this is terrible and i remembered your daily dose and how you said you should sing songs of praise and i'm like dang it steve (laughs) 
<laughs> so I was sitting out there trying to sing songs of that I had known, like on my phone or something, just to uh-huh. realign my mind. But it was very convicting when I was out there shoveling. And then I was like, oh, I was arguing with my dad about it. Like we didn't need to do it. Like you can make it. And then I was just like, oh wait, yeah, Steve said this yesterday. Never mind. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Bible said that. So right. uh, anyway. All right. Anybody else? Any other uh, questions I had or a comments? Quick, a quick thought after the the storehouses verse. I kind of just find it just a little bit funny that we, that we as humans, you look into what with the meteorologists and all that, we love to explain everything. We love to look at stuff like snow and, and just be, well, you got this windshield and this is how the cloud and this is how it all goes and this whole circle of how rain and all. We love to explain everything to the details we can. And God just uses the example of my storehouse is full of snow. Uh-huh. Now, the human brain wants to go, well, that's just... That can't happen. Nobody has a story, you know. Right. And he just kind of, no matter how much we try to put all this scientific spin and come up with every little detail to explain the world around us, at the end of the day, our understanding is still this. Yeah, right. Compared to God, who created all of this and has <laughs> understanding beyond what we can even try to begin to fathom. Mm. We, we certainly love to try, but... <laughs> It, we always end up just falling short of, you can't. It, God's done something absolutely insane with the world we live in. And you really, yeah, just sit back and at least appreciate it. Right, <laughs> right, and have some joy That'll and preach. some peace. Yeah. yeah, that's good. All right, well, I'm going to see if this works. And so we're going to sign off. And so this is Nick. I'm pointing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working for Kenny. Joe? Aiden. Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Steve. We hope you guys enjoyed this time together. Hey, don't forget Jesus loves you and so so do we. we. Talk to you later. Hey, everyone. It's Kenny from the Lug Nuts Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, and more, you can find all our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Check out our website, ccflugnutspodcast.com. There you find all of our episodes and more exciting information on us and the podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Lugnuts Podcast. Hope you have a great day. And remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we.